Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of January and the 21st of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. And this week, our Torah portion is called Yitro, which in English is Jethro. And today we're going to start in the Torah in Exodus 19, verses 1 through 6. But first, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. We'll start now in Exodus 19, 1 through 6. In the third month, after B'nai Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, that same day they arrived at the wilderness of Sinai. They traveled from Rephidim, came into the wilderness of Sinai, and set up camp in the wilderness. Israel camped there, right in front of the mountain. Moshe went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Say this to the house of Yaakov, and tell Bnei Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now then, if you will listen closely to my voice and keep my covenant, then you will be my own treasure from among all people, for all the earth is mine. So as for you, you will be to me a kingdom of Kohanim and a holy nation. These are the words which you are to speak to Bnei Israel. That was Exodus 19, 1 through 6. Today, our portion from the prophets, the Nevi'im, is 1 Kings 10. Now, when the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Shlomo because of the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. So she came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue, with camels carrying spices and gold in great abundance and precious stones. When she came to Shlomo, she spoke with him of all that was on her heart. Shlomo answered all her questions Nothing was hidden from the king that he did not explain to her. So when the queen of Sheba saw 
All the wisdom of Shlomo, the palace that he had built, the food at his table, the seating of his courtiers, the attendance of his servants and their attire, his cupbearers, his burnt offering, which he offered in the house of the Lord. She was left breathless. Then she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in my own land of your deeds and your wisdom, but I didn't believe the reports until I came, and my eyes saw it. Indeed, not even the half was told to me. You are way past the report of wisdom and prosperity that I'd heard. Blessed are your people. Blessed are your courtiers who are standing continually before you, listening to your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord, your God, who delighted in you to set you on the throne of Israel. It is because of the Lord's everlasting love for Israel that he made you king to do justice and righteousness. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold, a great quantity of spices and precious stones. Never again did such abundance of spices come as what the queen of Sheba gave to King Shlomo. Also, Hiram's ships that brought gold from Ophir brought from Ophir a great quantity of sandalwood and precious stones. The king made from the sandalwood a railing for the house of the Lord and for the royal palace, and also lyres and harps for the singers. Never again did such quantity of sandalwood come in, nor have they been seen to this day. So King Shlomo gave to the queen of Sheba all her desire, whatever she asked for, besides what King Shlomo gave her out of his royal bounty. Then she and her servants left and returned to her own land. Now the weight of gold that came to Shlomo in one year was 666 talents of gold, besides what was from the merchants, from the traffic of the traders, and from all the kings of Arabia and the governors of the region. King Shlomo made 200 full-body shields of beaten gold, 600 shekels of gold on each shield, and three hundred small shields of beaten gold, three minas of gold on each shield. The king put them in the forest house of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with refined gold. There were six steps to the throne, and the throne had a back with a rounded top, and there were armrests on each side of the seat, and two lions standing beside the arms. Twelve lions were standing there on the six steps, six on each side. Nothing like it had ever been made in any other kingdom. All of King Shlomo's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the forest house of Lebanon were of pure gold. None was of silver. That did not count for anything in the days of Shlomo. For the king had a Tarshish fleet at sea with Hiram's fleet. Once every three years, the Tarshish fleet came, bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. So King Shlomo exceeded all the kings of the earth in wealth as well as in wisdom. All the earth sought an audience with Shlomo to listen to his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. 
They brought each man his gift, vessels of silver and gold, robes, weapons, spices, horses, and mules, so much year by year. Shlomo accumulated chariots and horsemen. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen, and he stationed them in the chariot cities and with the king in Jerusalem. Also, the king made silver as common as stones in Jerusalem, and cedars as plentiful as sycamore trees in the foothills. Shlomo's horses were brought from Egypt and from Keveh. The king's merchants would buy them from Keveh at a price. They imported a chariot from Egypt for 600 shekels of silver, and a horse for 150 and in turn they were exported to all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Aram. That was First Kings chapter 10. And now our portion today from the Ketuvim, or the writings, is Psalm 101. A Psalm of David. I will sing of loving kindness and justice. To you, Lord, I will sing praises. I will behave wisely in the way of integrity. When will you come to me? I walk in my house with integrity in my heart. No base thing will I set before my eyes. Twisted behavior I hate. It will not cling to me. A perverse heart will depart from me. I will know nothing evil. Whoever slanders his neighbor in secret, him I will silence. Who has haughty eyes and a proud heart, him I will not tolerate. My eyes are on the trustworthy of the land to be in my company. One walking in a blameless way will serve me. No one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. No one who utters lies will endure before my eyes. Each morning, I silence all the land's wicked ones to cut off from the Lord's city every evildoer. That was Psalm 101. And now our portion today from the Apostles is Luke 24, verse 1 through 27. Now, on the first day of the week at daybreak, the women came to the tomb, carrying the spices they had prepared. They found the stone that had been rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Yeshua. And while they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you search for the living? Among the dead. He is not here, but he is risen. Remember what he told you when he was still in the Galil, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be executed, and on the third day rise up. And they were reminded of his words, and when they returned from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to everyone else. Now it was Miriam from Magdala, Johanna, the Miriam of Yaakov, and others with them, who were telling these things to the emissaries. But these words appeared to them as nonsense, and they would not believe them. But Kepha got up 
and ran to the tomb. Leaning in, he sees only the linen cloths, and he went away to his home, marveling at what had happened. Now behold, two of them on that very day were traveling to a village named Emmaus, a distance of about seven miles from Yerushalayim. They were speaking with one another about all the things that had been happening. While they were talking and discussing, Yeshua himself approached and began traveling with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. Then he said to them, What are these things you're discussing with one another as you're walking along? They stood still, looking gloomy. Then the one named Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only one visiting Yerushalayim who doesn't know the things that have happened there in these days? Yeshua said to them, What kind of things? And they said to him, The things about Yeshua from Nazareth, who was a prophet, powerful in deed and word before God and all the people, how the ruling Kohanim and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they executed him. But we were hoping that he was the one about to redeem Israel. Besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. But also, some women among us amazed us. Early in the morning, they were at the tomb. When they didn't find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he's alive. Some of those with us went to the tomb and found it, just as the women said, but they did not see him. Yeshua said to them, Oh, foolish ones, so slow of heart to put your trust in all that the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary for Messiah to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moshe and all the prophets, he explained to them the things written about himself in all the scriptures. That was Luke 24, 1 through 27. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 2 Thessalonians 1 today also. Thank you for following along with us. I pray the Word of God is a blessing to your heart today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.